are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com today to check out their selection and make sure you put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. Today's episode is a little different. I've been talking about having people on and, you know, chit-chatting about their team and why you should bandwagon them and today I am joined by Locked On Penguins host Hunter Hodes and I hope that you enjoy the episode. Well everybody I told you that we would be having some other hosts on to talk about their teams and why you should join their bandwagon and today I'm joined by Locked On Penguins host Hunter. Hunter how are you? Uh, you know, it's a gorgeous spring day out. A few more days until the playoffs start. Uh, I'm as happy as I can be. I'm just getting ready to see this team go at it for a 15th straight year. So that is very exciting. And your playoffs start on Sunday, correct? Yes, noon start on Sunday. Uh, not the best start time, just because. I mean, I'd rather do anything else at noon. I mean, just eat lunch or something. I, I think a three o'clock start would have been much better, but I think they gave that to the, um, uh, now I'm forgetting what matchup is. I think it's one of the central matchups that they gave it to. So um, it's, I'm as happy as I can be. The rest of the schedule is good. I'll say that. So it's just that weird first game start time. That is like, cause you can't really do anything before that. And then your Sunday is basically over at like three thirty, four o'clock. If it, mm-hmm. So it's just, that is a really weird start time, but it's the NHL. So we expect weirdness, I guess. Yeah. You expect the unexpected when it comes to them. Uh, They finally released the schedule for the entire playoffs. And, um, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of weird stuff with that scheduling. Um, I'll just, I'll say that, but um, I'm excited for them to go against the Islanders. Um, This should be a fun series. I think it's going to be closer than what some people think it, uh, I've seen people picking them in five games. I'm like, I think this is going six or seven. But, you know, I've also seen the term vengeance thrown around from the, the Penguins community just because of what happened in 2019. And if they want to go on another cup run here, I think, you know, beating a team that kind of embarrassed you a couple of years ago would be um, definitely a good start. Definitely. Um, so do you want to just tell us a little bit about the Penguins season overall and just kind of, you know, what made this team so great? Um, I think, you know, they, they came out of the gate really slow. Um, the goaltending was bad. Um, they weren't getting enough depth scoring. But after around mid-February, everything turned around. Um, you know, people will say that Ron Hextall and Brian Burke coming in just changed the course of the team. Um, you know, I, I, maybe I buy that a little bit, but they only really made one move, and that was obviously Jeff Carter, who has been a revelation since coming over from the Kings. But they just they started defending harder. Um, the top six started producing a lot. And, and then the depth especially really started to produce. Jared McCann finished the season with around 14 goals. He leads the team in goals above replacement, um, as well as top five on the team in points for 60. You know, I already touched on Jeff Carter, had nine goals after coming over from the deadline. Zach Ashton-Reese also finished the season with nine goals. 
Teddy Bluger's offensive game really came into his own. So, um, and of course, they started to get really good goaltending. Tristan Jari finished the season at 5v5 at 9.17. Overall, I think he finished at 9.10 all situations, but uh, it was a far cry from where he was going into mid February, where he was around 8.50, 8.60, and the same with Casey to Smith. So um, they just, whenever that schedule started to get a bit easier, they got through that hardest part through mid February, but they were still within striking distance. And then it got easier with the games against the Sabres, games against New Jersey. Um, some games against Philadelphia, they did also really well against the Rangers. Um, but, you know, they also played even better down the stretch against the Islanders and the Capitals and, you know, all the other tough teams. I mean, I know they struggled against Boston, but that's just been expected. They always have struggled against them over the years. But I will say those last six games, they split um, both their meetings. So, um, but overall, you know, I've probably been doing a huge uh, word blah here. Um, they just started to defend harder. They got production from everyone in the lineup and they got good goaltending and also the power play um, really started to click after being in the bottom third in the league. Hey guys, it's Jess popping in. I hope you're enjoying the interview so far and hopefully you're considering jumping on the Penguins bandwagon. I have plenty more ahead for you, but I just wanted to talk to you about Wealthfront. Wealthfront is one of these companies that you can use to invest and have them manage your assets they manage over 20 billion dollars worth of assets and you can head on over to wealthfront.com forward slash locked on nhl today to have your first five thousand dollars managed for free you can do that by uh you know trusting them obviously that is a big part of this and you know you don't have to do any of that hard labor like picking stocks and you know they're Portfolios are diverse enough that they know what they're doing and they are one company to be trusted and you know you don't have to worry about watching the stock market every day. Uh, trust Wealthfront with your assets and you can sign up today by going to wealthfront.com forward slash locked on NHL. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So... I mean, as a Bruins fan, I can definitely agree that this was one of, like, the weirder divisions because, like, you have such tough competition between, you know, the Capitals, Islanders, Bruins, and obviously the Penguins, but then you have those bottom four teams, like Philly, uh, the Devils, Sabres, and Rangers, and I just, I don't know, I'm... I'm quite impressed with how close the division was. Um, And I mean, honestly, going into it, I figured that the Penguins were going to be a playoff team. Like you look at that list and you say, okay, well, this is what it is. Um, How has Sidney Crosby's season been? He he was, he had another really good season. Um, Averaged over a point per game for, what, the 15th straight season now? I believe that ties Wayne Gretzky for, um, I think, almost the most of all time now. Um, it wasn't your typical Crosby season where he has 80 points in 56 games, but, you know, he was still one of the best players in the league again. Definitely uh, deserves a heart Trophy nomination, but to say that he should win the heart um, would be a slap in the face to Connor McDavid, who had over 100 points in 56 games. And if this were an 82-game season, he would probably shatter what Mario Lemieux did um, in 2000, 2001, which is pretty crazy. But 
Um, his defensive game got even better this year. I also think he should be nominated for the Selkie Trophy. Um, and just overall, he really did a great job leading this team every single night, especially when Evgeny Malkin missed 23 games with a pretty banged up knee is what I read. Um, you all, you obviously, you know what he's going to do in the offensive zone. His playmaking ability um, is second to none in the league. But, uh, you know, he also rebounded this year by, by scoring a bit more goals. Um, you know, like I said, touched on his defensive game. It was just your typical Sidney Crosby season. Maybe the point production is not all the way there, but a, a, over a point per game, again, for someone who's 34 years old, um, is nothing short of outstanding. And um, I can't wait to see what he does in the playoffs again. Definitely. And I think that, I mean, I don't want to say that, oh, Sidney Crosby gets overshadowed by, you know, players like yeah. Rick David and Austin Matthews, but, like, I feel like he wasn't really in that national media as much. But that could also just be me missing everything. Um, Former Flames uh, forward Mark Jankowski had the first goal of the entire NHL season. Uh, How has he been? Uh, Had the first goal of the season, and that was it. We never really heard from him uh, again. He was just – I got to be careful how I talk about him because he was just – I'm glad he's going to get scratched now. He really does not deserve a place on the lineup. I thought going into this year, you know, okay, I had a really down year last year, but, you know, the year before that, I think I had like 12 goals in like 60, 70 games. I was like, okay, you know, maybe there's something that we're missing. Um, Start out the season, the first couple of games, had those first couple of goals. It was like, okay, you know, maybe he can provide some good depth here. After that, didn't score again until like the next three months. Half of his four goals this year were empty netters. So that just goes to show how bad he was. I don't really know why Mike Sullivan was using him on six on five situations and on the penalty kill, just really weird all around. But um, for someone making 700 K, I'm not like super jammed about it. Like, you know, Jack Johnson from a couple years ago and for some reason trading for Eric Goodranston, but he'll walk after this year. It's whatever. Um, he's not going to get any playing time in the playoffs unless this mm-hmm. team just gets another boatload of injuries. Uh, God willing, that's not the case after what they went through during the regular season. But, yeah, it was just a total tire fire of a season for Jankowski. And I think everyone in the Penguins fan base is happy that he will not be getting playing time. Yeah. I mean, I was I was excited for him to kind of have a change of scenery. I know that some players just need that to rejuvenate their career or, you know, kind of get a start on it. Uh, but, unfortunately, you know, you just didn't get that there. Uh, it wasn't a Sam Bennett effect. Before we jump into the final part of this interview with Hunter, I want to uh, have you all check out rockauto.com and look at their variety of car parts and truck parts and everything you need for your truck or car. Uh, You know, they have everything. I've ordered antennas from there, windshield washer blade replacements, anything that you can think of. And my favorite thing is that I get a better deal ordering through them than I do going through, uh, you know, a chain store. And they don't give you the runaround or anything like that. I think that my favorite part about rockauto.com is the fact that the prices are the same for me and you and the professionals out there. And I still remember getting wildly wildly screwed over uh, two years ago now uh, saying that I needed my entire brake line replaced 
for about $1,600 on my 2002 Toyota Corolla. And uh, one of my friends took a peek at it and was like, no, you just need a part that goes here to plug this so your brakes, you know, work. And, you know, once you find that part, you can go to rockauto.com and select it, find it, have it shipped right to your door without leaving your house and put it together for for your own, you know, without that middleman. Cuts out the middleman. Head on over to rockauto.com today and check out their selection and see what you need. You know, even if you don't think you need anything, still check it out because you never know when you, you know, inevitably will need something to fix your car. So like I said, use uh, their how did you hear about a section to put locked on in that so they know that we sent you. Bet Online AG has everything you could imagine for your sports betting needs. And, you know, my favorite thing is ch- checking out just the most random sports betting needs for a while. It was uh, Cuomo's, uh, sorry, New York Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo's resignation and if he was actually going to resign. And I haven't checked today, but there's always something fun going on there. And of course, now is the perfect time to head on over to Bet Online AG, sign up for your free account, and earn that 50% deposit, welcome deposit, when you use promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus and bet on the playoffs. Now I'm not going to tell you who you need to place your bets on because that's on up that's up to you and I am no gambling uh, expert and can't offer advice. But, you know, there's uh, don't don't bet on any Canadian teams, please. Okay, so head on over to law uh, sorry, betonlineag and use promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. And we are about to wrap up the final segment of our interview, but I did just want to remind you all to make sure that you are, uh, you know, sticking around and following me on Twitter and you are following this show on every platform you listen to your podcasts on. So why should we support the Penguins? I mean... I, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, you won't. That, that's no. Okay. I don't. Yeah. She, Jess is a, as she said, she's a Bruins fan. So if these two teams go at it in the second round, yeah. um, everyone knows who who she will be rooting for, and that'll probably be an also a really good series. Yes. Uh, but as for Flames fans, um, one reason maybe Sidney Crosby. Uh, remember, he had the gold medal goal in 2010 um, in Vancouver. So you know, well. I understand that's the Calgary and Vancouver do not very really like each other that much, but you know, Western Canada, you can, re- you can unite to root for Sidney Crosby. Um, it would also, I, I gotta be careful here. I think it would be great for everyone involved to see um, this franchise have four Stanley cups for Sid and Gino that would tie uh, Mark Messier and Wayne Gretzky for four as they were, of course, their dynamic duo uh, many years ago. And, you know, this team is also fun to watch. Um, they weren't that fun early on, but now they play an exciting brand of hockey. I mean, it's not like, you know, the running gun Colorado Avalanche over mm-hmm. here or, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes because, you know, they, they participate in kind of track meets. But Pittsburgh is very disciplined defensively, uh, but they can also really cycle in the offensive zone at a very high level. And, you know, they also have one of the best top sixes in the league. And I just, you know, I understand a lot of people are going to bandwagon the penguins because, you know, they've had their, we've had their fill, you know, three Stanley cups since 2009, um, two in the last five years, you know, that you're not going to get a lot of people to get, join your cause, but 
Now, for Calgary fans, like I said, Sidney Crosby, he's from Canada. Uh, you really have no reason to hate Sidney Crosby. Um, so, um, <laughs> and Chris Letang, for that matter, too. And again, another awesome Canadian defenseman who um, is the best defenseman in this franchise's history. So, um, and besides, why, 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 why would anyone want to root for any one of these other three teams in the East Division is, is my thing. But um, <laughs> you get um, Brandon Tanev, who, yes, you no, know, obviously, brother of Chris. Brandon has the better hair, and he is yeah. just a wrecking ball uh, when he plays night in and night out, both in the offenses and in the defensive zone. Um, if you want to support Chris Tanev's, the better brother of the Tanev brothers, um, go ahead and support Brandon Tanev as he will be making his return for game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Had to miss, I think, the last month to kind of a month and a half with um, a couple of nagging injuries, but he is back now, and he is he is hilarious. Uh, Flames fans, if you did not see what he said to a Bruin player um, oh, when they played Boston um, about a month ago. I have the shirt. Um, it's not so friendly language. Um, don't know if I'm allowed to say it on here. I know uh, Jess knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, he, I do. And, he, you know, I try to keep this a family-friendly podcast. Yes. But if you want to go ahead and say it, I, I can make this exception. Yes. So he, he did say to a Bruins player um, – do you think you, you think you're a fucking sheriff? Excuse my language. Um, and yeah, I think after that he said you've played ten games. Go back to the minors. You're a yeah. You're just you're a, you're a joke basically. So, um, like I said, he he's awesome. I know the contract is a bit long, but um, he's he, he's great on that line with Teddy Bluger and Zach Asprey. He's one of the, one of the best shot suppression lines in the league, and they you can throw them out against any line, and, and they will win their matchup. So. Um, Excuse me, definitely support Brandon Tanev um, if you're not already. And what is your final prediction for this? I think I have Penguins in six. Um, I could very easily see it going to seven games. I think it's honestly 50-50 whether it goes seven games or not. It wouldn't surprise me if it does go to seven games. But I think the Penguins will get a little bit of revenge in this series. This is not the same team that got bullied in 2019 and just full on embarrassed when you saw an odd man rushes, basically every shift against the Islanders. Uh, basically half the team is gone. The defense is a lot more better. They're more mobile. The forward depth is a lot deeper. And I think you know, the goaltending should be able to be better in this series um, than it was in 2019. And I'm not here to say that Matt Murray wasn't good in that series because I think he was fine, but he was also left out to dry quite a bit. But I think Jari can give them enough good goaltending where um, they win this series in six games, and they close out the dump that is the Nassau Coliseum for good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, coming on. I appreciate your time. I'm sure you're busy gearing up for this, you know, exciting matchup. Uh, where can these wonderful Flames fans find you on social media? Yes, Flames fans, you can find me at, at Hunter Hodes for Twitter, um, and the Lock on Penguins is L O underscore penguins. Um, I I've talked about Matthew Kachuk on that podcast numerous times. If you would like to potentially negotiate a trade to send him to Pittsburgh, I'd be all for that, but that's obviously not going to happen. Um, uh, also love talking about Johnny Goudreau and a couple others, though. I'm sure it's going to be quite an interesting offseason when it comes to uh, that franchise. I think they have a lot of tough decisions to make uh, yeah. with the direction of the team, but that's where you can find the penguins podcast. And I hope you all, decide to bandwagon this team as I think they, this could be a really deep run coming for the Penguins. 
Yes, best of luck. I unfortunately can't say go Penguins um, because I really, I mean, I think it would be a fun matchup in the second round against the Bruins, but, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I can't bring myself to, you know, root for you guys. Sorry. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and y'all better root for Hunter's team if you don't like the Bruins. <laughs>